And in Australia, we find Steve Price. Good morning. Always is, always will be the bomb here. Dead right. What, what are the numbers this morning? What's the poll? Uh, it's looking like uh, the Albanese government has obviously cemented its popularity. This comes after the budget, this poll. So there was a, a look at the numbers uh, last week where it was starting to drift, but they seem to have pulled it back a bit. Their primary vote's gone up a point to 38. That's five points higher, I po- should point out, than with the election, and that was just back in May. But the coalition's also made ground lifting four points. I suspect what that is, a lot of people have drifted back away from the Greens and the Independents, yeah. the Independents in particular. Uh, Anthony Albanese's fallen from 61% popularity to 54 Peter Dutton, who uh, gave the budget speech in reply Thursday, has gone from 22 to 27. Still a hell of a gap, but you'd expect that with a first-term government, a new Prime Minister, and, a, and Anthony Albanese hasn't really put a, a foot wrong. Uh, so you, you'd have to say some hope for the Dutton camp, but... There's a long way to go between now and the next election. Just a quick question. I don't know whether you followed it. So that thing last week in the federal parliament where Albanese allegedly made that other MP cry and she left the chamber in tears. Having watched the video of him answering the question and giving Dutton a serve about geography, etc., what was it that made her cry? Did we ever find out? I can't work it out. I mean... Uh... I would make a simple point that anyone who's in the House of Representatives and sits there in question time and asks a question has got to expect that they'll get a vigorous response from the other side. It works both ways, and I'm not sure what Michelle Landry was so upset about. She had then appeared outside the House with other Liberal female MPs to claim that she felt that she'd been bullied. Okay, if she feels that, then that's all right. That's, That's her own personal feelings, but... You've got to be a bit tougher if you're going to be in, the, in yeah. the parliament in question time. I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to shake off this idea that took hold during the election campaign that the Liberals are all mean to women and Labor are all kind to women. Both sides are just having a lend of us with all that sort of stuff. OK. Because uh, the reason I asked that, because I was thinking yesterday, the, 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 it's a funny old thing, this, this Victorian election which you've got coming up. And so it's the Liberals who announced the free lunch program, which I would have thought is a fairly left-leaning type of policy based on a New Zealand scheme, as yeah. I under- read this morning. Yeah. And it, the devil, of course, is always in the detail. So you have this bloke, Matthew Guy, struggling to get elected. He, and he gets the TV cameras into his kitchen at home. He's got three kids, and he makes rolls for people, and the TV cameras film it. And he says he's going to spend $300 million giving free lunches to everyone in a public school. Well, the only problem is when you get down to the detail, uh, and he claims it's going to save parents $5,000 a year. Well, the real detail is, oh, well... Yeah, we're going to do this, but we're going to have a two-year pilot starting in the middle of next year, 2023. Uh, If the pilot runs well, then what we'll do is we'll provide free lunches to everyone by 2026 when the next election's due. So you're not getting your free lunch for three years anyway. And it says that local uh, cafes are going to be the ones that are going to provide the lunches. Well, who's providing the local cafe with the raw material to make the lunches? I mean, there's not a hell of a lot of detail there in a I mean, I would have thought the majority of parents can make a, make a salad sandwich for their kid for lunch, for goodness sake. See, what we've done here, and because it was under the auspices of the Labor government, is they insist, so it was done out of the poverty thing, and there are kids going to school who can't afford lunch. But instead of giving the lunch to those kids who can't afford lunch, they thought, well, that would lead to embarrassment. So if you're a school that wants that, everyone in the school's got to have the lunch. 
whether you want it, need it or not. Then, of course, a lot of sandwiches turn up, and, of course, a lot of kids don't eat those sandwiches, so a lot of sandwiches get thrown in the bin, and that's before you get to the quality mm. issue that some of it's a bit, you know, touch and go. Yeah, well, I, I see us staring at the same problem. Uh, the only thing is that uh, Matthew Guy's not going to win the election, so it's going to be... Uh, the result of all that means that we're just wasting our time talking about it because he's not going to win. What's happening there? Why is it that Dan Andrews, you know, forget the left-right thing for just a moment, why can't the opposition be in opposition? Why isn't this a contest? Why is Dan Andrews home free? They've had one term in government in Victoria probably for the last 20 years off the top of my head, maybe longer. Um, Victoria is just very much uh, a Labor state. I mean, it's the birthplace of the union movement in Australia and uh, the opposition's not been able to toss up a charismatic figure to elect since they had Jeff Kennett. And since wow. then, most of the people they put up have not been too good. And Daniel Andrews has taken control. How he's going to get re-elected, I've got no idea. I did write a column at the weekend, which was tongue-in-cheek almost, suggesting we should vote for Dan Andrews, because if you put a Liberal government in charge of Victoria, then the Labor government in Canberra is going to make your life hell. <laughs> any products, any projects that you want funded are suddenly going to be unfunded. So. Yeah. Maybe you're better to stick him with the devil you know than the devil you don't. Is it a COVID election? I mean, I just cannot say you were locked down more than anybody anywhere in the world bar us and China, and you want more of it. People have very short memories, Mike. They have very short memories. And look, if you go back a year and a week, we were still in the end of lockdown number six. So it's not that long ago, but people seem to have forgiven and they're not going to punish Daniel. He may get punished in his own seat. That is the only thing I could say. There is an independent standing against him who's quite a a strong character. So Andrews himself will take some bark in his own seat, but there's no way that Labor's going to lose this election. How's the first Tuesday in November shaping up? Cold. It's going to be the coldest Melbourne Cup for 25 years, top of 14 and raining. So who knows what's going to happen? You know I know nothing about horses, so don't anyone put any money on any of the horses I'm about to tell you. Uh, I like smoking Romans because I went to Rome for a holiday for a week about three weeks ago. So I'd have a little flutter on that. Point Nepean, I live on Nepean Point, so I'd have a bet on that as well because it's where I live. Right. Uh, and if you want something that really might have a chance of winning, uh, Deauville Legend, ridden by Karen McAvoy, that would give him his fourth Melbourne Cup. So maybe have a flutter on that as well. Two quick questions for you. Just one: Are you still doing your cold water swimming? Yes. Enjoying it and feeling the benefits? No. Right. Okay. Uh, second question is, when you go to Rome, is it, can you go to Rome for a week and come back and not feel the effects of that? Because it's a long way to go for a short time. The way I did it, yes. Okay. Good on you, mate. Catch up on Wednesday. Appreciate it very much.